You're listening to Transform Your Profits, the podcast for accountants who want to build a more profitable, successful, and impactful accounting firm. Your host is Reza Huda, a practice owner, mentor, and coach to accounting firm owners. Hello, hello. I hope you're doing well. Had a good start to the day so far. So I've just come off my uh, monthly mentoring session with my members and we were talking about how to create uh, amazing or wow customer experiences so you get your existing clients to become your raving fans and stick with you for longer. So we just come off a, a 90 minute training session on it and we went through the whole stage of the customer journey from thinking of working with you to coming on board with you and then the different stages that a client goes through and the experiences that we can take our client through in those stages to ensure that they stay with us for longer. Now, we spend a lot of time trying to win new business, right? You're probably thinking, you know, you're spending a lot of time trying to think about how do I get new business? What do I do to get new business? You're spending time on your website, you're spending time potentially in your marketing campaigns, you're spending time on social media. We spend a lot of time trying to win new business. But actually, when you think about it, what is the cost of losing a client? Are we actually paying as much attention to keeping our existing clients and making sure that they are sticky with us for the long run uh, as much as we spend on trying to win new clients? And more often than not, the answer is no. We're actually trying to spend more time when you know, once a client comes on board, comes on board, we kind of you know you know we may. I'm not saying we drop the ball or neglect them, but there is a tendency for trying to go after the new fish instead of looking after the existing fish in our accounting firm. So in this short episode, I'm going to talk about, you know, what are the stages that a prospect goes through to coming on board with you and how the importance of client experience is in that process. And we'll look at the stages and break down what are the stages that we can actually demonstrate great client experience, why that's important and how that can help you get higher prices and get your clients to stay with you for longer. So what is the cost of losing a client? Have you ever done the math? Have you ever thought about what the lifetime value of a client is? The cost of losing a client is not just the one year fee they're paying you. The cost of losing a client is the lifetime value of the client. How much is one client worth to you? The worth of your clients is not just limited to the annual fee that they pay you, to the fee that they pay you, you know, per month or per year. We are fortunate to be in a profession where, providing we don't make a complete picture of it, the client will come back to us and will stay with us year upon year upon year. And that can stack up to many years. You know, for us, we've had, my firm has been running for 40 years. We've had some clients that have been with us for 40 years. The lifetime value of some of our clients is close to a million pounds. And that's just in the revenue that we've had from the client in, say, that 40-year period. It doesn't even doesn't include the additional revenue that we may have had from the referrals that they generated to us from the 
now from you know from not just from the referrals but also you know, now, now you've got second third generation coming into you know becoming business owners entrepreneurs and because it's all the same family we're now dealing with second and third generation of uh, of the same family members so the cost of losing a client can run into the tens of thousands if not the hundreds of thousands of pounds that's why this is a topic that's really important the need to actually keep our existing clients sweet keep them sticky to us so what do we need to do to improve the level of our customer service of our customer experience to make sure they stay with us for longer so first of all there is a difference between customer service and customer experience customer service is reactive so customer service is all the stuff that you would do in reaction to your clients queries in terms of you know how quickly did you get back to them how quickly did you resolve any issues any complaints how quickly did you turn around your accounts all of those things are customer service customer experience on the other hand now they often get muddled but they're actually quite different is proactive so the easiest way to think of it is customer service is reactive you have to have good customer service you have to be you know those, those turnaround times need to be quick you need to be responding to those emails and phone calls in time you need to be turning things around quickly customer experience is proactive how are you being proactive with your clients now proactivity is one of those things that many of us accountants we panned about as being proactive because, uh, and, and rightly so, we should be being proactive. But actually, are we truly being proactive? How are we demonstrating proactivity with our clients? Because proactivity is one of the top three reasons why clients leave their existing accountants. If you've no doubt you've brought, you know, you've brought on board a, a client, that they've told you the reason why they're leaving is because their accountant is never proactive. They never suggest anything to them. They never to never call them before they call them to suggest any ways of saving tax. They just let them know how much tax they have to pay. So being proactive is really important to increase the level of client experience that, you know, the way that we make our clients feel. Because client experience is all about how do we make our clients feel? And I love the quote by Maya Angelou, and I use it time and time again, that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you make them feel. Customer experience is all about that feeling. How are you, what credits are you adding to the client's emotional bank account? You're an accountant, you understand debit and credits. You know, it's all about what credits are you adding to that client's emotional bank account? Because every touch point, every experience can either be a debit or a credit to the client's emotional bank account. When they can't get hold of you, when they're stressed, when things are delayed from your end, when they're frustrated because you're talking in jargon, you're withdrawing, you're debiting uh, from their uh, emotional bank account, right? You want to be making credits to that account so that you are, you are building up that goodwill, you're building up that feeling of, uh, of wowness, of, be, of the client feeling valued in that relationship because we're in the relationship business. You know, we want clients to stick around for long with us. We want clients to stay with us for years. We want them to turn into raving fans. We want them to become our advocates. So we need to invest time in our client experience. And that all starts. Now, I appreciate, you know, I haven't got very long in this episode. Uh, I've just done a 90-minute session on this. So I'm just kind of trying to give you the key bits, the key summaries of what I talked about. But obviously, this is uh, something that I could talk about at length. Uh, and also went through the actual tangible... Uh, ways that we demonstrate client experience and the and I shared my resources including our onboarding form with my members so they don't have to reinvent the wheel they can just take what we've already done uh, replicate it very quickly and start to 
improve their onboarding processes to create those wow experiences so how can we add how can we how can we make how can we create those wow experiences well this all starts even before clients come on board with you uh, in the in the pre-meeting phase I call it so even before a client comes on board whilst they're a prospect there are things that you can do to help your cause there are things that you can do to create wow experiences even before a client comes on board with you and these are all the things that you do or that you can do for a client in their journey of finding out about you and booking a call booking a meeting with you so whilst a client is uh, you know whether they have found you online whether they've checked you out online this is why look and feel is really important because before they have worked with you the only thing they have to go on is perceived value they haven't they haven't they haven't felt the actual value of working with you yet they haven't felt that uh, that proactivity they haven't felt those uh, the quick service or anything like that because they haven't worked with you yet the only thing they have to go on is perceived value and we've touched on this in the pricing episodes how can we increase our perceived value well we increase our perceived value by making sure that every touch point a client has with us is a is a is 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 an opportunity for us to create a wow factor so for example you know what is what does the look and feel of your website look like that's going to that's going to add to the client's judgment of you the client's perception of value in what you do what does your online presence look like but more importantly now as it takes steps to get in touch with you to book a meeting what is that process of booking a meeting with you like do they have to call up is it do they have to play telephone tennis with your receptionist or you to be able to book a, a meeting with you or do you have a Calendly account or something similar where there is a link they can go into your calendar they can book a meeting with you at ease at their convenience these little things help to create uh, wow experiences in the eyes of your client because not every accountant is doing this. There are old school archaic accountants where you still have to call up and trying to, to get a meeting with a partner or a director can be quite a, a tiresome, cumbersome process. Clients are, you know, value their time a lot more than they ever did. We are not competing with other accountants. We are competing with the likes of Uber, with the likes of Domino's, with the likes of Amazon, where you can order something and it's there with you tomorrow. You can order a pizza and I know exactly where it's at, on which stage of the journey it's at before getting to me. I don't have to worry or stress. I don't have to, you know, think about the parallel to doing accounts or tax returns. Do the client, does the client have to call you to find out where it's at or are you advising them at each step of the journey? And I'm not saying you don't have, you don't have to do prime two-hour delivery on your tax returns or accounts, but are you managing expectations? Are you letting your clients know where it's at? That have you acknowledged? They've sent you the records. Have you told them how long it's going to take before they hear from you? Have you advised them the steps and the journey towards them giving the information and them receiving the end product? Are you managing expectations? That is critical. Being proactive, managing expectations are key to providing those positive touch points and creating a wow experience for your client. So the journey of booking a call with you is important. You know, are you are the automated reminders going out? Does the remind uh, is it all linked up to your Zoom so they get one email with the Zoom link and then you get a reminder again? 
uh, on the day of the event taking place if they're having an in-person meeting have you are there any touch points in between the time that they book a meeting with you and the time that they actually turn up have you actually sent out a reminder in advance has someone in your office called them to say looking forward to seeing you have they let them know about parking arrangements or have you sent out a video to show them exactly where to come and where to park we have something similar if you go to our world Co. web where we are YouTube channel you'll be able to see a video show where we direct our clients to which uh, when they book a, a meeting an in-person meeting with us our prospects to rather so they know exactly where to come and where to park because it can be stressful when you've never come to uh, an office or a place before knowing where do I park can I park on site is there going to be parking nearby and what you want to do is you want to take stress away you want to make that process as smooth as possible and these touch points little touch points it doesn't take long at all to do a little video of the outside of your office showing them where they're going to park add a lot of it's a big credit going into their emotional bank account again adding to the wow experience so once once they're in your office then you know what are they what what's their first impressions these impressions count remember it's all about perception of value is it is it you know um uh, nicely presented with quotes on the wall with uh, someone in the front of house with the who greets them nicely shows them a coffee menu have they first of all even before that parked up with a VIP parking space for that with their name written outside is there a screen that welcomes them in all these things help to increase the perception of value of your services so we do we have a coffee menu Karen from reception she will welcome them ask them what they like to drink we'll serve it to them in a nice you know coffee china cup and tray with some biscuits uh, rather than you know a free mug that we got from an accountancy roadshow you know the reception area is nice looking it's well presented is your similar or is it a case where you know they come in and uh, it's chaotic there's phone calls going off left right and center there's a lot of chatter there's uh, you know, uh, it's a messy environment, there's cables everywhere, there's papers piled up on the desks, there's filing cabinets everywhere, It, you know, there's a there's a, a nasty smell coming from the takeaway next door. You know, is it that type of environment or is it a more serene type of environment that you would uh, envisage going into when you are going to be, uh, uh, you know, potentially buying something quite expensive? Again, these things matter because pricing is simply taking a, sh you know, it comes from, comes from judgments it's all about uh, the only decision going through my mind when I buy anything is is the price less than the value I am getting the value is made up of that perceived and actual value I haven't seen the actual value yet so all I'm going off is the perceived value so these things are really really important hey just a quick break to tell you about a tool I use that has helped us to save hours and enable me to create a pricing system incorporating all the stuff that I've learned about value pricing over the years. That tool is called Go Proposal. What I love about it is that we can build the price in person with the prospect and then with a click of a button, send them the proposal and engagement letter instantly during the meeting. That's literally saved us hours of time from how we used to do it before. Not only that, but also because I can build pricing models in the software, Anyone in my team can now have pricing conversations and send proposals to prospects and clients that has helped to free me up to do things that I love, like creating this podcast for you. If you're not already using it, highly recommend you check it out. So once I've come in and I have 
uh, being greeted then what next in the meeting uh, you know have, um, am I going into a nice boardroom is there a big screen where I you know anything that I'm going through can be projected when I go through the proposal then or if I'm doing a zoom meeting what's my virtual background look like is that nicely set up or is there a picture of you know my uh, my clothes error with uh, with my warm and I look dirty laundry with my not not dirty laundry but you know clean laundry hanging behind me you know that I have I have um, uh, I have seen on other people's Zoom calls that that is the case you know you can see their laundry hanging behind it's just not a very nice look it's you know you want to have you want to project that air of of professionalism you know either have a nice background within your office with you sitting in front of a window because you want to be lit up you don't want to look like a shadow these things matter. So during the meeting, then at the end of the meeting, when you're asked how much it's going to cost, are you, you know, are you able to bring up that proposal? Are you pricing them in the meeting? Again, that helps to increase the perceived value because most accountants won't. Most accountants will say, yeah, we'll send you a proposal. But clients want to know the price. Prospects want to know the price. So if you're able to bring up the proposal software, you know which one I use, you'll be hearing an ad about it very soon, if not already, then Again, that helps to add perceived value that you can bring up a pro the proposal, you can take them through their, the services that they want, the preferences, and then have a discussion around it, and then send them a proposal at the click of a button. All this is helping to add to that perceived value. The higher perceived value is going up. When perceived value goes up, then your chance of getting a higher price goes up. So once you've done that, and are you using this also as an opportunity? So another resource that I shared with my members today was about what are the next steps? You know, what are the steps of switching accountants? And it's a visual uh, a diagram taking them through each step of the process. So what we are doing is we are giving them certainty. We're helping to minimize any worries because chances are they've never moved accountants before. You know, although we have many clients, clients only have one accountant and they don't go through accountants that quickly. So they may have not gone through an accountant change in a while. They may have not gone through an accountant change at all. They don't know what it's going to be. And if there's any uncertainty in the process, then that is going to make them doubtful. That's going to make them nervous into signing up with you. So the more we can take away the unknown, the uncertainties, the risk, then the high chances there are of us actually getting that client on board. So the easier you can map out, again, it's all about managing expectations about what's going to happen next. So we have a nice visual, which my members will have received, uh, of what happens next from you know them get, seeing a picture of you once you sign this proposal the next thing we'll do you'll see this page and it's a welcome page which has their our onboarding form you'll go to complete that that's a google form will take you less than five minutes again i share this google form with my members as well so they don't have to reinvent the wheel they complete the re, the onboarding form once they complete that it will take them to a page where they can submit their uh, bank details for the direct debit mandate once that's signed and that will come through to karen and uh, karen will then get in touch with their accountants for professional clearance and then get in touch with them with uh, the ID that's required and after that then our, the client manager will then be in touch to arrange a kickstart call with them uh, a welcome uh, call with them so we map out the whole process we take out that uncertainty because chances are that your that prospect you're talking to has doesn't have much faith in accountants because they've been in they've had a bad experience that's why they're talking to you so their perceptions of accountant isn't great. You need to change that perception. You need to reframe what they're thinking about accountants. The only, and it's not just by saying that you're going to be better and you're going to be proactive and you're going to do X, Y, and Z. Show it. You've got to show it. 
and by actually showing that through the experience that you take them through that helps to give them that comfort to reduce their to reduce the risk of them suffering that buyer's remorse because every prospect will have conflicting emotions going through their minds before they sign up with you or before they push that button to accept the proposal of working with you one is fear the other is excitement excitement because they want change they want to be able to work with someone who is going to be proactive and give them a great service and help them to achieve their goals but fear that what if this accountant is the same as my last what if they treat me the same way as my last accountant did which wasn't very well so we need to help that prospect to to allay their fears to get in their minds and try and put their mind at rest and preempt what they are thinking so they don't suffer from buyer's remorse and that's why it's critical that those experiences given that journey you know the you know what is that once they sign the proposal what next do they then go blank you know they've given you their bank details and now they don't hear from you in the next you know for another week or so that's not a good experience so you know it's important that's why we have uh, the onboarding form so we have a system where as soon as they sign the proposal they're given the opportunity to complete the onboarding form straight away so think about you know what you want to do is you want to if the client is in the zone they're in the mode to, to sign the proposal and they're excited to come on board even if that might be on a weekend or an evening you don't want them to have to wait until you know the Monday or even you know the rest of the week to be able to take the next steps and that's why we take them to a page where we con congratulate them for coming on board and they have the opportunity to then complete the onboarding form which we send them so again what we're doing is at the same time as giving them a great experience we're also you know we're batting it back to them we're saving ourselves time we're letting our systems do the heavy lifting so we send them a copy of the onboarding form they complete that that takes to the DD form and they complete that once that all comes to us then we can then start our manual process of care and getting in touch and at each stage we're managing their expectations by letting them know what's happening and when and once they do come on board after that then we have a nice welcome pack that goes out as well within our welcome pack we include things like uh, you know for our new capture brand they get a they get a nice hoodie they get a couple of protein bars because we've got quite a few fitness influencers and they also get uh, a personalized uh, water bottle as well uh, in the past we've also done power packs and things like that so you know again any opportunity you can to provide that wow experience is going to help you to add credits to their clients and prospects emotional bank account which is Highly important to make sure that you get sticky clients that are going to become your raving fans, your advocates for life. Because remember, the lifetime value of a client is huge. Let's not neglect our existing clients. Let's see how we can increase the perception of value of what we do to get higher prices from clients. Hope that's been of use. As always, if you want to spend more time together, you know what to do. You'll be hearing about that shortly, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. Speak to you soon. I hope you got value from that episode. And if you want to spend more time together, where we go deeper on topics like pricing, marketing, sales, building a team and processes so you can build a firm that is less reliant on you, then come and join the TYP Mentoring Community. It's my membership program where I deliver practical mentoring sessions from my personal experience of building my practice and share resources that I have created and use in my firm so you don't have to reinvent the wheel and waste time and money making mistakes like I did. There's an amazing community of 100 plus accountants that you get to meet every week, share challenges, best practices, and use the power of the group to shortcut your learnings. Go to resahooda.com forward slash mentoring to find out more.
Thank you for listening. For more free content, videos, and resources, visit www.rezahuda.com. And if you haven't already, come and join the community in our Transform Your Profits Facebook group, where we support each other to build more successful, profitable, and impactful accounting firms.